The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! For somebody just starting out, they're starting out in the time where it is oversaturated on social media right now. And there's a lot of the same content. I would say Instagram, you want to post your best videos on there. And also content that'll help elevate your career and which is like a good look for you, you know? This sounds so cliche, but if they're unique to themselves, and they love what they're doing, it will translate and it'll do well. Hello. Today, we are joined by Hannah Stocking. Stocking is a major internet personality. You've probably seen her. She has 8 million subscribers on YouTube, 23 million followers on Instagram, and 27 million followers on TikTok. But that's not really why I wanted to have her on. I wanted to have her on because she is so multifaceted. And she shows that in this podcast. She's super well-rounded. We talk all about what she learned from her godmother, Jane Goodall, the rise and fall of Vine, how she went from a weird kid, those are her words, to a social media star, her exact creative process, content strategy, what creators are like behind the scenes. And of course, you know, I had to ask her about her skincare routine and her beauty routine. She's absolutely stunning in person and on social media. Anyway, I think you'll like this interview. It's weird. It goes all over the place. It has a real rawness to it. So on that note, let's welcome social media star Hannah Stocking to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her show. This is the Skinny Confidential Him and Her. Let's Ready? kick it off. Okay. Do I just take my jacket off too? I'm debating. Let's see where this goes. Let's do okay. it. You can take your jacket off. It's going to get hot and sweaty in here. Just okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool. You can take your shirt off if you want. <laughs> Listen, I think the HR office is like right next door to me. I put it there. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, are you ready? Yes. Yes, I am. What are your animal sex facts? Oh, man. Where do you want to start? And how much time do we have? We got, I we mean, have listen, for this topic, we might have to extend. Who knows? I read this book called Zubiquity by Dr. Natterson Horowitz. And there's a chapter in there called Roargasm. And I've always been really into science. Obviously, I have a background in science. I have a pre-med degree. And also animals. My godmother's Jane Goodall. And so I would always what? go on like book tours with her as like a little a little one. And so always into that. So pretty much like I kind of was so into this thought because when I was studying biology, like the main thing that they teach is animals sole purpose in life is to survive and reproduce. It's not like they have other sexual wants and needs sounds fun and you don't think that like daddy long legs spiders masturbate they lay on their back and they put their little swindle around their legs and around their genitalia and and swivel their legs <laughs> and then they ejaculate from that mallard wait hold on if i see a daddy long leg sitting in the corner of my room he could be on over his there back. jerking yeah. off. Yes. <laughs> is that why there's so many of them all the time? Because I feel like you can't why, get rid of yeah, them. Yeah, and why are so many of them always in the corner in your room? In the corner watching right? and beating <laughs> off. Wait, I never like thought a daddy long leg is like masturbating. 
Yeah, that's, that's like I a know. Interesting thought. I have to let that sink in. They should call him Daddy Long Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, mallard ducks and toads engage in necrophilia. Japanese Japanese macarades have lesbian mountings. Bonaboo monkeys go a uh, penis swording, like they sword with their penises. <laughs> Dolphins have blowhole sex. Krill have orgies in the dark depths of the ocean. Wait, what is blowhole sex? That I mean, got we, we got it. Yeah, use your imagination. I don't know what blowhole yeah. sex is. What's blowhole well, sex? Well, they have the blowhole on the they back. They have the blowhole. They you know. So they're they sticking stick the there. dick in the hole? Yeah. Like a beluga. What? Beluga's like a beluga's dick? have that hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so do hole. dolphins. Is that how they get got pregnant it. or is that like face fucking no. dolphins? Yeah, it's like getting. How does one have this information retained? Like, so. Right, like. I mean, I was I was going through the brief. I'm like, huh, I wonder what we should talk about today. And this is honestly not where I thought we were starting, but I'm glad we're here. I love it. I mean, keep going. Krill, we're talking, we're getting to Krill. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, Krill have orgies in the dark depths of the ocean. Also, there's this uh, marine iguana in the Galapagos Islands that they normally take about three minutes to ejaculate. And so when they mount on the female marine iguana, the bigger marine iguanas push the little guys off before they are able to ejaculate in the female and be able to reproduce. So they've adapted over time to masturbate and then in they get their little semen and they put it in a little pouch. So then when they mount the female marine iguana, they do a couple pumps in, take the semen out of their pouch, put it in the the girl, all before they get pushed off by the bigger one. Hannah, Taylor, are this, you describing Taylor? No, no, this is no, like don't actually stick your hand in my Taylor. pocket. Like, this, this is, is how I met Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, just like a little, like, since you're describing animals that have sex, Taylor. <laughs> I might be part marine iguana. Taylor had a little problem that we've talked about a lot on this podcast, but basically he basically couldn't the last marine longer. marine iguanas were lasting three times more than right. Taylor. So Taylor's yeah, exactly. Taylor oh. could only last like 10 seconds. So oh, really? He did yeah, a but lot not of... anymore though. But there was a period of time where I we was like, basically like, I was apologizing before sex even began. Or I was like, sorry. No way. Wait, so why you guys... If you guys talked about it, we could just go over. Oh, we go can the go next over. Topic. Let's go anywhere. But no. why? But what? What was happening? What was his problem? I, I don't know. No, it just were. it was. It Wait, was one oh, of those things. Taylor, oh, you thought it was me. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I listen. I have my own set of no. issues. No, my, my, I didn't marry him. I'm but, sorry, uh, Taylor, but I'm not. I can't marry no, no, someone listen, who's lasting thirty seconds. I have my own set of issues. But do you feel proud? You know what, Hannah? I was wondering why you were looking at me with the look of disappointment. He was looking. I was confused. I was like, what's going on? No, Taylor is back She's there. She's like, no wonder this guy has these tattoos. Taylor, is the, <laughs> Taylor, our producer, had an issue. And what he, I think it's from, this is my own theory, is that he was watching porn like 400 times a day. Mm. And because he was coming all the time, like basically all day long, when he would actually do it with a girl, it was like... Oh, that that's quick. so interesting because I would think that would be the opposite. That one would think like you do it so often. That's that what you're I was depleted. thinking. But then, but you, what worked was edging. Are there anything anybody in the animal kingdoms that they? It kind of sounds like that iguana because he beats off and puts it in a pocket for later. Yeah. So that's kind of what edging's like, except oh, for you don't okay. do that part. Yeah. A little twist here. Your godmom was Jane Goodall. How does yeah, one is, get yeah. that godmother? Is, yeah, so... Uh, is this a blood relation? No. No. Okay. My my father created, when I was younger, created something called Endangered Species Chocolate Factory. Okay. And a really large percentage, I think like, I, I don't know, maybe 90, 
of his proceeds went to the Jane Goodall Institute. That's her charity organization. And so she was like, oh, like, where are all these profits coming from? I, I want to meet him and his family. And then we all just got really close. And now she's, yeah, she's my godmom. So were you said you would go with her when she was doing all her stuff with primates? No, not with primates. Um, I was involved in her Roots and Shoots organization. It's another charity. And then also I would like go on book tours with her and stuff. So when you're with her and you're this little, did you think and did other people think that you were destined for this huge stardom? No, 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 no. Not at all? No. Were you shy? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was shy. I didn't really know what was going on. They'd like bring me on stage. They were like, oh, let's have the little one come on and introduce herself. And I'd be like, hi, I'm Hannah. And then get all like nervous and walk away. And So, but, yeah, no, I mean, you I, weren't, com- there's no comedy. Like when you look back on your childhood, like not. You oh, there was. There was. I was always the weird kid. I mean, I'm tall. I'm like, I'm a big bitch. You know, I'm like <laughs> 5'10". And I was also a lot skinnier. I was 90 pounds. And so I was just this weird gangly kid, but that would like army crawl to class and eat lunch up in the trees and like sometimes like hiss at people. Like I was weird. And so I wasn't like the popular kid, but I wanted to be popular. And so the popular kids would be like, oh, like, here's Hannah. Come over here. Make us laugh. Do something. And so then I, I became like more animated just to make people laugh, to like me and get some sort of attention and validation. And it kind of just started from there. <laughs> At what point did you realize that you could not only not just monetize, but really get into this as like a full time gig? And I, I mean, like when you were really little, not when you started to make money on social. Well, when I was really little, social media didn't exist except for MySpace. And I mean, I'm from a small town and it like it wasn't known to me or anybody around me that social media could be profitable and could be a business venture at all. And also when I first started, too, when I was on Vine, I was like, that's oh, where you like, started, right? Yeah, on Vine. Okay. And and sure, there was some OG YouTubers, but I wasn't sure about the money they were making or how much and how lucrative it was. And I mean, I, I would make like three hundred dollars a brand deal when I first started on Vine. And that was a lot of money. Yeah. And then I was just this is crazy. And then it just kept escalating. And I didn't know the longevity of it. I, I didn't know if it was even going to last because I, I think like it all just started blowing up right when I got into it. But you know, what? when I th- now that I'm like, like an old guy, I'm going back in my brain. I, when I think of you and some of the other people you were creating with, I feel like you guys were some of the first people to crack like mass collaboration across multiple individual channels. And you'd like be like, oh, those people are always doing things together. How does, yeah. that, how does that start to happen? Because before that, I think that a lot of these creators, it was like more individuals. Like, yeah. hey, we're not collaborating at all. We're not featuring on a platform. You guys kind of figured out how to do that. Yeah. I mean, I think that all kind of stemmed from King Batch and Daystorm Power and all of their comedian friends. So they were already collabing and vining. And I think King Batch had like a million followers at the time. I was still in college. I was at the gym. And then they're like, hey, like, want to come out vine with us? And and I just, I, I think I was thrown into that crew. Hold on. You're at college. You're in the gym. You're like working out. Yeah. In LA. And I went to college in the Bay Area. I'm from Oregon. And my family just moved to LA. So I had no friends. I played volleyball in college. So I would always work out at the gym. I had no friends. I was, you know, friends with my animals and they were like the first ones to approach me that weren't trying to hit on me, you know. And so I was like, oh, great, like friends. I'll do anything, you know, just and to have so, some friends. So, so they come up to you and they say, hey, you want to be on Vine with us? 
yeah, do you want to shoot a vine with us? And I'm like, what? That's so weird. I thought vines were just taking a video of your cat. Like, why would you schedule to vine? I thought that was the weirdest thing, but I just wanted people to hang out with. And they're comedians, too. They're so fun and funny to hang out with that it was no brainer. So what's the first thing that they put you in? I think it was a batch. There was a car that drove by and then they're like, hey, let me get your number. And then Batch jumped on the car, did a backflip, kind of fell. And then he was like, what the backflip, though? And I was just standing there. That's amazing. I feel like we need to bring that back. <laughs> what the hell happened to Vine? The whole thing just kind of crumbled? The whole thing crumbled, yeah. It just went away. Mm-hmm. That's okay, though, because it evolved platforms. And I mean, it's worked it out. It's, it's worked out okay. For a while, they were just, I mean, I don't know. Elon's doing a lot of wild stuff right now on Twitter. But they're like, hey, I think Elon's going to bring Vine back. I know. How do you feel about that? I mean. Like, bring it back. Do you think, or you don't think it would work anymore? It would be really interesting if they did bring bring Vine back. I mean, I, I would obviously go on it, but I think like right now for creators, there's so many platforms already that I already feel like I'm drowning in it all the time that another platform added on to that would be insanity. But I mean, I'd try it out and see how it is. I think like there, there's... Because I really like how the platforms now are helping you monetize and having your content be profitable. And so I feel like if for that to work, if they were to give us some sort of money, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) And help a lot of creators get on the platform. If you, if Vine relaunches and it comes out, you have to film the same video that you launched with again. Oh, you guys have to redo it. Recreate it in the same exact spot. Whipple Street, North Hollywood. A hundred percent. That would be iconic. Yeah. Yes. So after Vine, you had obviously made it big. How did you handle that pivot? Was that depressing to have all of a sudden it's gone or had you already built a following on other platforms so you were like, who the fuck cares? I, I think uh, my story's a little different because my goal wasn't to get a lot of followers. It wasn't to do social media full time. It was to actually be a doctor. So after I graduated from college, I needed the year off because I double majored in biology and chemistry. I did embryonic stem cell research and I was playing volleyball that I didn't have a social life at all. I was completely depleted. So I, I needed a year off to study for the MCAT. And in that year, I was obviously like when I wasn't studying, I was hanging out with my Vine friends and shooting Vines. And so I kind of just said to myself, once I make enough money to pay for medical school, I'm going to go to medical school. And then I made that in like a couple of months. And I was like, wow, this like this is great. And then it just kept escalating and escalating. And then I kind of just took the chance to take more years off. And now I've taken about nine years off from going to medical school. And here I am. (laughs) So you've always been, and I mean, this is a compliment, like a science medical nerd. You're into this stuff. And that was, and that, and and still to this day, you're like, now that you've had this career, is there not an interest anymore? Oh, there's definitely, there's definitely an interest. I'm always looking up random things. I mean, yesterday I was looking up how uh, you could wash your brain with your breathing. What? Did you know that? What? Yeah, if you, you do like-, um, like yogi breaths, you actually wash your brain as well as when you're in REM sleep. Your cerebral spinal fluid yeah. washes out everything in your brain pretty much when you're breathing. But I, I know when you're sleeping in REM sleep, it washes out your brain as well, but also amyloid beta. And when there's an excess of amyloid beta in your brain, that creates a lot of like mental ailments. So it's good to get sleep and 
do good breathing exercise. Like Wim Hof breath work would wash your brain. Uh, I don't know about Wim Hof, but probably. I know that yogi breath. That's just what I was reading last night. But yeah, I'm always like, I love learning and and knowing how things work and why. Well, you know, I I was saying before we started that I think we have a mutual friend and I knew you were into this stuff. And I I don't know if this is exactly how we got connected here today, but our friend, Dr. Craig Conover, I know. Oh my God, you know Conover? He's the best. What's up, yeah! and he, and he's, I love Conover. I was just best. texting so him. So now we can nerd out, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been on here twice and his oh, wife as well. He's and awesome. um, he's our doctor. And like he, yeah. you know, he's just he's like everything. Have you done the NAD? No, but I've oh actually, yeah, I have. I What'd have. you think? Rough on the tummy? Not on the tummy. You know what it was? When I did it, I, I had the I gave myself my the own shot for the NAD. Um, the IV was it? No, it wasn't IV. No, they have a shot. He sent me the shot, and then I did it myself. And like in two days, I was filming iCarly, and so I don't know if I was like stressed about that and thinking like, oh my god, do I have COVID? Can I not shoot? Is it the NAD? And I was freaking out. So I don't know. I just never took it again. But I, I don't know if that was it. Michael loves it, but I've, I'm too scared for no, it to No, I did all the stuff stomach. with him, the peptides, NAD. You still the, all do the peptides? I stopped because I did them for a little while. I did one for like the brain. I did one for strength. And then I just like, I'm just taking a break for a minute. Mm-hmm. But I liked it when I did it. And I felt yeah. like the brain one especially, I needed like a, a I tried his up. fat loss peptides. I really liked them. I mean, I had a good experience. What do you think? I do the glow and strength. The glow. Yeah, I, the, I see the Whitney Cummings one. does that too. I saw Whitney, it on both yeah, you guys. She's the one who introduced me. Okay, so so see, it sounds Conover like the glow across little... the board is a good one. Say say it again. It sounds like the glow is the good one. That's the skin great. one. I need to try the, the skin, skin one. one. Skin one. But he he's Conover's got his little Rolodex. Conover, who the hell else you got there? Put what's some of these other people, these high performers on our show. What's he going does on? have high performers. He works with high performing people. Well, he's interested, he's I think, awesome. in people that like kind of want to go beyond just the basic medical care, right? Yeah. Like he's like, okay, like what's the next have you, you ever do. nerded out with Dr. Conover? You know, I actually just met him at Whitney Cummings' house, and then we got connected. So I've never really sat with him one-on-one on, like, a podcast and really was able to get into his brain, which I would love to do. But I text him all the time. I, I just texted him a couple days ago. I was like, hey, what's better, to sleep in cold environments or hot environments, and why? Like, I asked say? him, like, weird what things. What did he say? He said cold, and then I said why, and then he didn't text me back. <laughs> Dr. Conover. <laughs> I know what the heck. He's so interesting. And he is awesome. So, is there a part of you now with with the huge career that you have that you look at it and you're like, oh, I kind of want to go back to medical school, or is there no part? You know, I just I love what I do so much, yeah. and I really love making people laugh. I think that we live in a world where, I mean. Even in not even on social media, even in real life and on social media, there's so much it just flooded with so much negativity that I just I want to at least try to help in some way to loosen it up a little bit, brighten up people's lives and make them crack a smile at least. So I really I really love that. I think I also love helping people, but I I like being able to do something new every single day instead of staying in the library for eight hours a day. Yeah, you know, that makes total sense. (laughs) Yeah. How do you deal having such a big platform with all these comments? And I'm even talking about the positive ones, too, because it's a lot like to read all these comments. It's overwhelming, I would think. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of amazing comments, but I'm sure there's a lot of yeah. hateful comments. You're the perfect person to ask. Do you even read the comments? 
sometimes when I was first starting, of course, I was reading all of them because it was so new and exciting. And I want to know what everybody's saying about me. Uh, <laughs> I want, you know, validation. And then you get to that one negative one and it ruins your day for a week. And I think that I've been in the game for so long. It's been like 10 years now. Sometimes I, I don't even read the comments. I mean, I'll, I'll check it for the first 10 minutes and see if people are liking it, if I need to delete it or not, if it's a heater or deleter. What's a de like what's a deleter if it just like it's not landing well? Yeah, if it if it's not performing well, as well as it would. So you just you just bail on it, you don't just leave it up. You just you're like that sucks. I'm yeah, out. just archive it or repost it, but yeah, if people are are saying like, "Oh, this is whack" or whatever they're saying, then yeah, I mean, I'll listen, I'll listen to them. I'll take the constructive criticism, but for the most part, no, I don't, I don't. Shit, I, I should have consulted you. I got a lot of deleters, I think, on my, on my account. <laughs> I, don't, I think I got a lot of ones that I got to bail on, Lauren. When they say delete or when you get criticism, what is what is the criticism that you usually get for the content? I'm just curious. Uh, it's probably like, oh, this isn't funny. Women shouldn't do comedy. You're ugly. You know. But like the, for those kind of comments <laughs> where they're like kind of just like there's no substance to that comment. It's just like the low, like. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no, there, there's nothing. Like, for example, people will write in sometimes and be like, your voice sucks. You're annoying. It's like, okay, like, I can't do anything with that. I can't change this. But if it's a, it's a piece like, hey, you interrupted or like, I didn't like that topic. I can maybe think about that. But for the other stuff, do you, like, what do you do with that even? Just swipe right, click the red, delete, and then bada boom, bada bing, I'm out of here. <laughs> Clinique, to me, is so nostalgic. It just represents high school because I used to wear their perfume and they are always evolving. It's so crazy to me because right now they have this new product. It's called Clinique Moisture Surge 100 Hour. And this is the move if you're feeling dehydrated. I know this because I went to one of the driest places, Las Vegas, and I tried this and it was incredible for hydration. Many things in life can dehydrate your skin, including weather, pollution, blue light, time spent in the sun, mask wearing, air conditioning, and even air travel. So fight back against life's daily dehydrators with Clinique Moisture Surge 100 Hour. This is like a supercharged gel cream hydrator that delivers 100 hours of hydration for plump glowing skin, even after washing your face. You should know auto-replenishing technology helps the skin create its own internal water source, delivering continuous oil-free and non-greasy radiant hydration. After one week, 99% of women say this leaves their skin feeling deeply hydrated. I'm so glad I got to actually like try it and test it out, especially in a dry climate. So this is an oil-free gel cream moisturizer with aloe burga ferment, and it also has HA complex, which penetrates deep into the skin surface for a hundred hours, you guys, of stabilizing hydration. Plus, its auto-replenishing technology helps skin create its own internal water source to continually rehydrate itself. Then it locks in moisture. Your skin feels soothed with hydration in three seconds and it keeps on glowing. So you can use this alone or under makeup on dry spots as a five-minute mask even, a cuticle treatment, or a frizz fighter. Just one use and you'll see improvement in skin radiance. Get Clinique Moisture Surge 100 hour today at Clinique.com. Use Clinique 15 at checkout for 15% off. This offer expires on April 1st. Use Clinique 15 at checkout for 15% off. I just got back from Vegas and I brought like a bloat kit, especially to Vegas, you need a bloat kit. 
I brought my ice roller. I ordered ice from room service and stuck it in there. I did the cold plunge. I brought my ginger tea. I had a huge water bottle full of chlorophyll on the flight. And then, of course, I brought a ray. So they have these capsules. They're called blow capsules. And they're a blend of five herbs and a fruit-based digestive enzyme. And basically, the whole capsule is designed to target bloat, but naturally. So within the capsule, it's like the most amazing ingredients ever. They have slippery elm, peppermint, dandelion root, lemon balm, ginger root, and bromelain. Fun fact, bromelain is also found in pineapple, which is great for bloat. So I like to take my array after I eat. I'll take two, especially after a heavy meal. We went to this restaurant called Carbone. And I had the spicy vodka pasta, which is so good. But immediately after I took my array, I'm obsessed with this because it's laxative free. So it's not going to make you run to the bathroom. It's vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, filler-free, nut-free, cruelty-free, and non-habit forming. They really thought of everything. And they just have you covered when it comes to bloat. You're going to go to array.com and use code SKINNY at checkout. You get 15% off your first purchase and a free sleep mini. So you get like a little free sleep mini that helps you sleep. You're going to go to array.com and use code skinny at checkout for 15% off. Enjoy. Quick break to talk about one of our favorite partners, Symbiotica. As regular listeners know, we are obsessed with Symbiotica and the line of health supplements they offer. They are some of the highest quality bioavailable ingredients on the market. We like this company so much that we've had the founder, Shervin, on this show multiple times and are actually having him again back soon to talk about something we've never discussed on this show. They continue to innovate and bring new products to market, but if I was just going to start out right now, I would grab these two to three products. First, their vitamin C. It's phenomenal and one of the best C supplements on the market. I would also grab their vitamin D3, K2, and CoQ10. It's one of the most complete formulas for vitamin D3 and K2. And last but not least, their vitamin B. They just came out with a new complex formula. These three are going to keep your energy levels and immune system on point as we round out the winter season. They have so many incredible products. I can't say enough about them. You can take their online quiz to figure out the best supplements for your specific health goals if this is overwhelming to you. They have just such a broad offering at this point. But like I said, they come in the highest quality ingredients, highest quality products. If you don't believe me, listen to any of the episodes with Shervin, the founder who's been on this show. Just search Shervin, the Skinny Confidential, and you'll see him. Check him out. Of course, we have an offer. Visit symbiotica.com slash skinny for 15% off site-wide. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com slash skinny for 15% off the entire site. Enjoy symbiotica.com slash skinny. Visit symbiotica.com slash skinny for 15% off site-wide. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com slash skinny for 15% off the entire site. Enjoy symbiotica.com slash skinny. How do you post? Do you post in real time or do you have to wait? Oh, I wait. Yeah. You wait. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it depends on the platform. It doesn't matter the day, but I post the same time on YouTube, but I post a different time on Instagram and TikTok's a little bit more lenient. YouTube Shorts, I post before one, no later. And then uh, Snapchat is throughout the day, real time. Or I'll bulk shoot and then. What is your strategy behind all this? Meaning like, do you, like is Mondays like your conference call day and like then on Tuesdays you are editing YouTubes. Is there a strategy behind it or you just wake up and do whatever you feel like? Oh, I wish it was, yeah, I wish, I wish I was more organized. <laughs> it's kind of like, 
gunshot wake up. Oh no, I'm late. <laughs> it's like somebody's already at my house ready to shoot, but I forgot I have this conference and then I need to post and then I forgot I had edit and then I, I have to text this guy. Like it's always just chaotic all the time. Lauren, you know she was <laughs> tattooing people at one point? I still am. You still I are? tattooed half my family for Christmas. Can you tattoo my name on his ass? I, I, actually, I kind of want yes, dear, on your butt. Well, I can't see it, so then I just will never. It's yeah, still so who cares? Why, you let, him, let her tattoo your yeah, ass. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're if your intention. I've tattooed Darth Vader on my friend's butt before. Come on. How, like, where do you rank yourself now? I mean, I, I know you were doing it for, I haven't seen it in a while, so have you improved? Oh, like, I've how, improved, where, yeah. Where's your level at here? I can't do shading or color. I have. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't look pretty. But I am really confident in my stencil work. It's right. so good. And I'm fast and efficient. I don't know if I, I could easily do it. Come I on. could go, I could literally go, I could fire up the barrel. What, what's oh, the, five minutes. How oh. does one stumble into this? It, yeah, it was locked down. In lockdown. But what, so you just like lockdown. I need to figure this out. I'm going to go buy a tattoo gun and I'm going to start tattooing yeah, all my friends. on Amazon. I found a tattoo gun on Amazon, 20 bucks. I started begging my dad, can I please tattoo you? No, get out of my room. And then I started tattooing myself, my toes. You know how people have arm sleeves? I want socks on my feet. Like I just want to blast my feet. That's what I started doing. Started tattooing myself a lot. And then I bought my house and then I started And are these light tattoos over. that are fading off or are these like you're tattooed uh, Yeah, off? permanent. Yeah. They're in there. Yeah. They're like these. They're, they're dark. They're in there. Yeah. There's a lot of them too. A lot of random ones. <laughs> you just randomly like, okay, like one day you're sitting bored like I'm going to just tattoo. Or, so you're the whole whole thing. Yeah. And then it got to the point where like, I'm like, oh, I got everything I wanted. I'll just spin the wheel. And then whatever I land on, landed on a tadpole, got that tatted. It looks like a sperm, but I call it a tadpole. Taylor would love one of those. Ah, yeah. Taylor, you want your first it, it tattoo? It represents rebirth, you know? I don't have any tattoos, but well, I'm thinking you, about listen, it we now. found someone for you. <laughs> Taylor wants a tattoo on his penis. Yeah. <laughs> That's too Saying what? <laughs> well, I don't, know if the, I don't know if the word what would fit on Ready that one. Ready or but, not, ooh. here I... Three Just seconds. <laughs> okay, so what, with everything that you have going on, I'm sure, I feel like there's a lot of behind the scenes with the creators. What is the politics and the landscape of that? Like, the behind the scenes. Yeah, are people only friends with people on certain platforms? Is there cattiness? Is it like high school or is it just chill? I think I've really lucked out with my friend group. We're all really like-minded, driven, chill, cool, French. We, we keep a good friendship and business friendship. I have heard stories of other social media people being really catty, you know, hearing what they say in private and lashing it out on podcasts and there's no like loyalty and things like that. And I would say just the behind the scenes for me and all my friends, it's it's kind of like, all right, guys, you guys got any ideas? Because right now I got nothing. Like, <laughs> please help me out. And then we're just like picking our brains and always just trying to come up with concepts or joking. And I, I don't I don't know. It's like we never really we have heart to hearts, but normally it's 90% joking around. Do you find it hard maybe to make new friends because you guys have built such incredible platforms and then people come in, maybe other aspiring creators and like, oh, maybe I can get in the group and then I'm going to get featured and like maybe like maybe some inauthentic personalities start to pop up. Oh, There's got to yeah. be some inauthentic personalities. Oh, yeah. Some weird ones always come into the bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of weird ones. And are you guys you like could, you could see it early on? And is that a problem where you're like, I get it, and I appreciate the hustle, and like, or like, how do you feel about it? Because I feel like 
you probably at this point in your career want to continue to raise people up. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you're like, yo, if you're just here for for that. For me, I can tell pretty soon somebody's intentions. And then I just kind of keep them at an arm's distance. But if somebody comes to me and and they really want to learn and they're really genuine, of course, I'll help them. And they're funny and and I'm helping them and they're helping me punch up my ideas and stuff like that. I love that. And it doesn't matter how many followers they have or what status they're at. If if you know, if they're great to be around and great energy, I, I don't I don't mind that at all. When you guys think up these funny concepts, there's so many funny concepts on your Instagram. That's got to take a lot of strategy and planning, right? Or no? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you're not just doing it on a whim. No. So what does that look like? What's the, what's the brainstorm? Are you getting together? Is it on the phone? Is it on Zoom? Are you like, what's yeah. the, I want to know the process. I'm interested in that. For example, I'll, I'll tell you like what I recently just went through. I was in a vacation for New Year's. It's hard for me to take time off if I'm not working. And so I just started thinking of ideas. They're kind of rough. They're not really planned out. I don't really have the punch. I just have the general idea. And so I just write them out in my notes. And then I call somebody who I think would be great in the video. And I I see what they think about it. And then we meet. And then we act it out. And then we're like, okay, great. Let's do this. And then we have our assistants grab all the props. And then we kind of organize our time and where we're shooting it and how long it'll take. So it's like a full production. Extras. It is, yeah. I mean, right now, my my assistant's running around planning eight videos right now. <laughs> so you batch it. You batch a lot of videos at once as opposed to just shooting a one-off. Sometimes if, if I have all, like, a lot of ideas flowing, then yeah, I want to shoot it all immediately because you don't always have all these ideas flowing all the time because, you know, sometimes you have, like, not writer's block, but, like, kind of creator's block. So, yeah, so I like bulk shooting when I when I am in the creative flow, for sure. Yeah, I think in a way it, it must be much more challenging in a lot of ways than what we do here. So, like, for example, we do this show twice a week, every week and done it for seven years. But we get, What? That's but, crazy. But I mean, but we get to we get to have people like you on. And so, like, I'm feeding off your energy and just hearing your story. And so, like, some days if I'm feeling off or if she's feeling off or the creativity's not there, it's like you're still you're just bringing people in. And so it's not like always off the top. I mean, this is off the top of the head, obviously, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to come up with like all these concepts. I'm not sitting there like, holy shit, Hannah's coming in. Like, what are my concepts? Right. I'm yeah, just like, hey, I'm you kind of a- feel the flow of it. Yeah. I just, and I'm feeding off Animal of like whoever's there. Facts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? I imagine like, we just sat with a, a writer here and he was talking about how hard the writing process is. And I was like, sit down every single day and like, you know, just do the work. And like, it doesn't always come, but it just has to be this like consistent thing. I was like, man, that sounds grueling. And even just you sitting here mm-hmm. describing this now, I'm like, man, that sounds stressful. Is there like yes. hair, makeup, lighting kind of thing? Like how you would prep for a movie or no? Well, it depends. It depends the kind of shoot. Like if I need to be like, oh, I'm going to be like looking out of my mind in this shot and I want to contrast that and look beautiful, then yeah, I'll have hair and makeup come and make sure I have my two apertures and all of that stuff. But yeah, if it's just like, it kind of depends the platform. It and depends the on idea. Top. Yeah. If you, if there's an alien that came down from outer space and they asked you to explain the differences between each platform, how would you explain them? Meaning like, what are you using Snapchat for versus Instagram versus TikTok? And I think maybe this will help anyone who's like starting a business and wants to understand each different facet. Well, especially because all these, like nobody knows where the hell to start or where to place their talent now. It's like mm. they see someone like you and then they haven't started. Like there's 80 platforms. What the hell do I do? Yeah, I would say 
for somebody just starting out, you know, they're, they're starting out in the time where it is oversaturated on social media right now. And there's a lot of the same content. This sounds so cliche, but if they're unique to themselves and they love what they're doing, it will translate and it'll do well. And then as far as each platform goes, I would say Instagram, you want to post like your best videos on there and also content that'll help elevate your career and which is like a good look for you, you know, that that sort of stuff. What about stories? Is that the same? No, stories is like, I think stories can be used as getting to know the person a little bit more instead of like what. Like say, like, oh, I'm known for getting hit in the head with a basketball or something. And then do do your stories of what's like authentic to you. Like I'll post like, you know, I had to flush your brain with breathing. And then like my cat peeing on the toilet and then me drinking iced tea and stuff. Your cat pees in the toilet? My cat pees in the freaking toilet. Dude. Wait, like you taught the cat to pee in the toilet? Yeah. How did you do that? I had my assistant get this. Uh, it's like this platform that okay. you put underneath the toilet seat. You fill it with litter. And then you you put them on top of the toilet, then they use it. And then every other week you cut a hole, a small hole. And every other week, the hole gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So the cat is peeing in the toilet. I'm going to really need you to teach my chihuahua how to pee in the toilet. <laughs> I think, well, is that how possible? old is it? The chihuahua's one. Can you do it with a dog? It might be a little late. Oh. It, it's good to no. do it when they're potty my, training. My wife thought it was a good idea to have two children under three and then go get a brand new puppy. That's not horrible idea. Oh my god, god. guys! I almost got a new dog on Monday. No, I almost it, rescued a dog, but there, it go has a rescue chip in dogs and, all day long. It is a lot of work. People need to realize it's almost more work than children. Yeah, I know. They, so especially much dogs, they require so much attention. Yeah, and the dog isn't hopping up on the toilet and taking a shit. You know, we should we should try this with your chihuahua. I think it would be you think amazing for you and also for social media. Imagine a chihuahua going pee in the toilet. I've never seen it Good. online before. I will lend you the chihuahua. You know what? I'll just I'll just literally bring the chihuahua to you guys. I'll drop the chihuahua off. You guys can let her be famous. Go put her on your and then toilet. She'll never return. <laughs> I know. I know. I yeah, just yeah. So, so you this, can borrow my chihuahua. You want to borrow? I'll start levitating. Um, <laughs> we'll reach out to your manager and get your day rate to come over and train our chihuahua every week. Great. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll figure oh, that no, out. No, yeah. She can take the chihuahua. Just take it off your hands. Take the chihuahua. Yeah. Give us the ice rollers back. We're just gonna give you a dog. Honestly, like, uh, could you actually train, though, a dog to go pee on a toilet? I mean, I've never seen it done, but also I've I've never seen anybody try. Okay, well, maybe you can be the first one. What's the funniest video that you've ever filmed that you think is personally funny, not that the audience necessarily, like, thinks is amazing? Oh, man. I mean, the audience probably thinks they're all amazing, but, like, something that you just be like, this is so funny, it's resonating. Yeah. I would probably say, um, like, the weird ones that I like. It actually translated really well because normally it's the videos that you love that flop. And then the videos that you're like, oh, well, I have nothing to post today. I guess I'll throw this up. And then it goes viral. But this one I really loved and it did well in the pandemic. And I had the mask on. I see a cute guy and I take my mask off and then I'm missing Mm -hmm. my two front teeth. (laughs) And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. And he takes his mask off and he only has his two front teeth. (laughs) And then it's like, ha, ha, ha. Then we have a slow moment when we connect our teeth. Did you have to get a fake no tooth situation? (laughs) How did you do that? VFX. FX. Yeah. Yeah, my boy Boomer. 
Damn, this is yeah. this is not like creating, you know, wake up with me video. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is like this is like the Weird. new age of like television and movie creating. I mean, it really it seems like a lot of work. It is. It is. Yeah, it's a lot of work. But yeah, it's it's no like wake up with me or get ready with me. It's really weird. Do people ever want that from you, though? Are people ever like, can you just do your makeup or can you just show us your morning yeah, can routine? Can you just calm down? Yeah, I mean, I I get that sometimes. Like, what's your skincare routine? You know, I'm going to ask that. Oh, I have yeah, it on my don't, list. You don't want to know. No, I want to know the real. I feel like you, I feel like you're gonna say something crazy. You know, it's funny we have that you just have naturally good <laughs> it's skin. It's literally right? on here. It says she has amazing skin. Yeah. Can she share herself? Yeah. Routine? No way. Really? Yeah. You have That's amazing skin. Oh, thanks. So do you? Oh no 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 no! Don't do that. Yeah, you do. No. Got the compliment. Now. I'm gonna hear oh, that glow peptides. Yeah, I haven't tried that one yet. Like, listen, I don't want to. I don't. I don't he know has a I... ten step skincare routine. Well, we have all these incredible people come on the show and then like she's throwing stuff at me saying like, hey, man, you look terrible. Like use this now. Like the other day she just like hit like she's throwing all this stuff. And I'm saying, no okay, way. better we'll learn it. Oh, Taylor, what are you doing? Pulling up videos of her? Yeah, please, 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 please show us some videos. But don't I am going to ask you your skincare routine, Hannah. All right. Oh, Taylor, t- sh- sh- show us your creepy troll login. Oh, yeah, I don't have one here. Yeah, you're finsta. <laughs> Okay, while Taylor's pulling this up, can you tell tell us like some beauty skin secrets that you have? Because you do have beautiful skin. Thank you. Well, I am changing it. I'm changing the skincare routine. Okay. But right now, it's just a bar of soap and uh, grapeseed oil. You know what, though? I love grapeseed oil. I really do. It's a great thing to take the makeup off with. It, it is. works. It is. Yeah. And it's also, it has healing properties in it, too. I thought you were going to say just a bar of soap and then I was going to go back to our closet and give give you like a huge bag of skincare because uh, really? not that you need it, but like just to be preventative. But yeah. then you said the grapeseed oil. Honestly, people douse yourself in oil. Yeah, grapeseed oil is amazing. Me and, uh, me and Whitney Cummings, we bonded over that. She also just looks like a zygote after she puts it on. She puts so much on. We definitely bonded over that. But yeah, I, I love it. I, I mean... I do want to add some, you know, lotions and things like that, like Lancome lotions. And yeah. Well, I just added some pink balls and some ice rollers and you can wake up with. Yes. Your- oh, I've always wanted to use this. Because actually this side of my face has been a little swollen lately. Like I the don't last see two it, weeks. But like the when ice I look ro- like this, it's like. So I think this will be great. Thank you, guys. It's going to snatch. Not that you need it, but it's going to snatch the face. And if you're waking up and someone's just waking you up and you you hear your cat pissing in the toilet, which is like <laughs> crazy. It's crazy when you're like getting ready and then you hear like a stream. You're like, oh, my God. And then you just see your cat just. <laughs> I don't. I, listen, I know some people and obviously you included love cats. Cats really creep me out. Why? I, feel like I understand that's a not dog. nice. Oh, no, because I, I just mean, no, but I it's co- it's common for people. I to can't think that. trust it. I feel like a cat only loves its person, and I I always feel like if I'm not paying attention and there's a cat around, and it's like maybe like just there. I've seen these videos. They just come out. and They just rip someone's face out of nowhere. You're just minding your own business on the couch, and then the cat creeps up out of nowhere. And these things, these fuckers are quiet, right? And they just sneak up they're and then quiet. rip. Yeah, I mean, I've never had the only experience that I've had with a cat that's done that to me. This cat, I named him Cosmo. I got him when he was already grown. He had a lot of trauma in his childhood. And I was walking to like my dorm room and it went, Kanga! and then my whole whole foot started bleeding. So maybe See? these cats just have 
trauma. I yeah, think these Michael. cats are more wild than they. I don't think they should be domesticated. Yeah, maybe these cats need a you guys a therapy. Her, her cat's <laughs> literally pissing on the toilet. I don't know what you're talking about. They're not that. It's not th- that wild. Taylor, how deep are you going here? What's going I, on here? Where Taylor's, are you? There was one I was just watching where she's dancing with these things. I'm sure really he was funny. watching. Oh, one. Here we go. I just found. Taylor, it. what are you talking? Hold Listen. on. One you were just watching. Uh, that, that was a brand. That was a brand deal. This one right here. The, Look at this guy though. I was to say you're like, do you do wake up with me videos? And she's dance. She's got these like. I don't even know how to that describe it. That was a it. Malibu what rum is this? brand Taylor, deal. What were you doing so this wild? deep in her videos, Taylor? I, oh I've my been God, doing that was research so, right now. I was so young Wait, there. Do you, do you even have to work out? Because this is a workout. Yeah, that is a workout. Yeah. Do you have Do you have to go to the gym and exercise? Uh, yeah, I do. There's I one do. where she's dressed like Squidward. <laughs> even though I your think comedy is, is so physical. Taylor, you are <laughs> yeah. so deep in her profile. How yeah, do you I know, even Taylor. know these videos exist this deep She's like, I forgot I filmed this. Yeah, I forget about all, almost all the videos I film. Look at this right here. I go. think Taylor did a deep dive research on you. She's Squidward. Dude, so yeah, th- do rave. your makeup. <laughs> That's amazing. For the longest time, I couldn't figure out why in the middle of the day I was crashing and why I was getting regular headaches. It wasn't until we started learning about minerals and magnesium and electrolytes on this show that I started to figure out how to solve the problem. So if you're someone that feels like you have low energy, maybe you get headaches, maybe you feel like you crash in the middle of the day, you may also be someone who is not getting the proper hydration and it's even more likely that you don't have the proper electrolytes, sodium and magnesium in your system. This is why we love talking to you about Element. Lauren and I love Element and we're both regular consumers of the product and it's been an absolute game changer when it comes to optimizing our performance and eliminating things that slow us down. So what exactly is Element? Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio of 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium, No sugar, no junk, no coloring, or artificial ingredients. The way we use Element is we just drop it into our water when we work out or when we feel a need to hydrate more. I use it if I start to feel brain fog or feel like I'm going to crash during the workday. It's going to help increase your energy, eliminate headaches, and fatigue by hydrating you properly and giving you the right dose of electrolytes, sodium, potassium, and magnesium. It's an absolutely incredible product and gets you hydrated the right way. And of course, right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets with any Element. Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash skinny. This deal is only available through our link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash skinny. Element offers no questions asked refunds. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Drinkelement.com slash skinny. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A common theme of this show is self-improvement or self-optimization, if you'd like to call it something different. Lauren and I are firm believers of always striving to be the best version of yourself. We have had so many thought leaders and experts come on this show to discuss ways that we can optimize our life. And one of the recurring themes, of course, is therapy. But for years, therapy seems so daunting to us and so unattainable to so many. That's why we love BetterHelp as a partner of this show. BetterHelp is an online therapy platform that can connect you with licensed therapists right from the comfort 
comfort of your own home. I love the convenience of this. I love how we're innovating in 2023. No more getting in the car to go sit in a waiting room and wasting hours on end. Just like taking remote meetings from your home, you can now do the same with therapy. It's convenient, flexible, affordable. And like I said, it's entirely online. We love this because we know working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. So visit BetterHelp today if you want to live a more empowered life. Therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash skinny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. Betterhelp.com slash skinny. So visit BetterHelp today if you want to live a more empowered life. Therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash skinny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. BetterHelp.com slash skinny. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. BetterHelp.com slash skinny. Perfect Bar is the perfect snack to grab on the go. It's also perfect to travel with. I mean, it's made with freshly ground nut butter, organic honey, 20 organic superfoods. But most importantly, and this is so important to me, is the little ones have six grams of protein and the big ones, the regular ones, have 17 grams of protein. I keep these in my fridge so they're nice and cold. They have like a cookie dough texture and it's so creamy and full of flavor. So to just keep them in my cutely organized fridge that I did like a snack drawer in is so awesome because Zaza and Michael can just go in there and grab one. I can grab one if I'm traveling. Our favorite flavor, I've told you guys this before, I swear we're going to sell them out, is the dark chocolate chip peanut butter. I also would recommend trying the coconut peanut butter and cookie dough. You can't go wrong. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try the refrigerated protein bars for life. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store. And then they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly to your Venmo or PayPal account. I mean, this is so cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash skinny to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash skinny and you get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. How do you have a love life having 23 million followers? First of all, I want to know, do you feel like, oh, who is this person? Is this person sus? Does he want to get on my Instagram stories? Or is it like people can't even approach you because they're intimidated by you, like guys your age? Or do you just have to say fuck it and go older? You know, it's it's tough because I feel like anybody with any kind of like, I guess, status is going to be worried about being used or yeah. things like that. And so, yeah, I mean, your guards are up. My guards are always up because you know, through life in this business, like you're going to get burned. Everybody does. And so I I mean, I've, you know, dated my sh- fair share of athletes. It's never gone very well. Has but it I, really never gone well ever? No, not once. No. Well, and during it, like some no, during, during it, it, during it's, it's going yeah, well, but then it's, it's going like great. It's the same thing. So, yeah. So I've tried dating people with status and money and then it's just the same thing. And I've been in a public relationship before and I've, you know, had the pressure of I mean I was also really young you know making sure I, I post them and he was also an athlete and like cheating on me and stuff so like I'd hear things and then it kind of created anxiety from it and because it was so public yeah it was public and then it was like oh well you haven't posted your girl so in a while and she's only posting you now so 
what does that say about you? And then it kind of gets in your head. So I personally, I really like private relationships. When you find out someone's cheating on you, is it because of the internet sluice or is it because just like your friends? No, I mean, I, I mean, it's not that hard to find out somebody's I cheating know, on you. Especially do a man. That's what I mean. Think Think why the do they do that? Cheating, it's harder to find out. 100%. It's like, do guys not know that when you follow a girl, it's in order? There's so many it's things so that easy. they don't know and they don't think about. It's it's so easy to catch a cheater in 2023. It's, yeah, it's almost like try harder. You should do a show <laughs> called Cheaters, but make it like a new age version for social media. Uh, yeah, like oh, like catching them. Yeah, catching cheating? the cheater. Remember that show? I don't like know. It's are, like catfish a yeah, little bit, kind like of catching catching them? the cheater. I like I, yeah, that. It's, it's a strange concept when I. When you see it and pe- and they and their people are shocked on actually either sex that they get caught. I mean, especially now, like if you can't blow your nose anymore without someone, you know, seeing it. Right? It's right. like it's impossible. So I always, I always find them like, oh yeah, you were the one guy or one girl that was going to trick the world, right? It's like it's, it's kind of a. I always just say it's easier to just be like, listen, I'm out. I've got to go somewhere else. Like, yeah. this ain't working anymore. But I know. Or open relationship. Well, some I think something be more unique, more creative. Some people like the thrill of that. Mm, the thrill of cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They and do. I think some, and this is going to sound strange, but I think there's always a part to play too. Where like some people that are cheating with people that are in relationships also like the thrill. Yeah. Where it's like, oh. Well, I think with Hannah, there's another layer because I can imagine, and you won't say this, but I will, that girls who are going for your boyfriend's get off on the fact that they're your boyfriend. It's a confidence yeah. booster. It's like, oh, it I got... It is like, oh, Which Hannah's man. That's... And then they brag to all their friends or they post about it. Yeah, it's a whole thing. You know Rough. what? Maybe no athletes then. Try no athletes. Oh, no, I'm done with athletes. Yeah. I have a, I have a boyfriend now. How many athletes uh, oh. try to slide into the DMs? Taylor's got nervous. <laughs> no, no, I'm not an athlete. I'm, I'm just really... <laughs> Wait, you have a boyfriend actively right now. Yeah. And not an athlete. Not an athlete. Private. 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 Keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Keep it that way. We'll see how it goes. Just taking it day by day. Take, honestly, take it day by day. I think don't tell anyone because the second that you start posting someone, sometimes I think too, they get a little bit of an ego with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like if they we, start to think, oh, like look at me and the girls start DMing. If we broke up, I would literally just create a profile that says, Lorne Everts X. And I feel like that would be the only, like, because they don't really want me. They're just, I, they want her leaving. I love, I think you guys are really compatible. I really like you guys together. Well, I know we point, just met, but thanks. I love this. I mean, at this point, we've got to, we know each other since we were 12, you know, so. No well, way. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's another great way to meet someone is like, if you know someone for a long time, it's kind of, there's something nice about that because they know you. Before, Before the relationship. Yeah. yeah. So you guys kind of, you're from the same town? We're from the same town. Same with Taylor. We all went to middle school together. And wh- where? San, San Diego. Diego. San Diego. Oh my God. I, I love that. Small town vibes. Wow. Yeah. So wait, so in total, how long have you guys known each other? Since we were 12. So, so what is that? I mean, A million years. How many years is that? 24 years? I know, long time. We I haven't been together that long. This isn't like sweet yeah, we Alabama. Had time be- we had time between. Like, yeah, then, yeah. We've, I've dated other guys. And dating an athlete is, and I don't have a lot of experience with this, but I think a lot of my friends do. It's Michael's an athlete. We played high school football. I thought you were going <laughs> to say basketball. <laughs> I was like, no, you guys didn't. That's a lie. <laughs> no, but I, I can assume that it would be, there's so many girls throwing themselves at them that it's mm-hmm. hard. And I, I actually have empathy for that, but maybe they shouldn't have girlfriends. 
Yeah, yeah. And you know, are there no good athletes who are just they're no. all they're all? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I you know there can be good athletes, but here here's the thing. I just think that there should be a level of fairness and communication. And if they're like, hey, I'm used to so many girls in my life. However, I do want one girl to settle down with and I do want all these other girls because I'm traveling and I get lonely. Are you okay with that? And then if the girl is like, yeah, can I do it too? And he's like, yeah, it's fair. I love that. I don't love when they're like, no, you can't do that, but I should be able to do this. I don't think that's fair. I always fight for fairness. But that's a conversation that transpired with you? Yeah. That's why me and my ex broke up. You know, he if, came to you and said, is it OK if I do this? And you were like, no, I don't. I'm not down for that. If no, I had dude, that conversation actually. with Lauren, the next conversation you'd all be having would be over my grave. Oh, my God. OK, I so this is well how it happened. Me. He was like, hey, so I want to like be with other girls. I this was literally my reaction. OK, so like you want to have an open relationship. And I was like excited. I was like, great, because he's not satisfying me emotionally. I wanted to talk to other guys, get attention from other guys. So I was really stoked about that. And then he was, he said, no, I I want to, you can't do this with other guys, but I want to do this. And I I said, you know, that's not fair. We're not going to work out. Yeah, fuck that. Is that weird? Like, because he made me seem like I'm crazy. The the narcissism of that is so interesting. You could dissect it like a curl sperm. Like, I can't. (laughs) For, for someone to think that they can have an open relationship and you can't. Yeah. You know what I would do? If someone came to me and say that, said that, I would say, no problem. Go do it. But don't. But then. Yeah, let her tell us. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a twist. I know it's coming. But then I would go mirror their exact behavior without even telling them I'm doing it. I mean, no, that is not. But don't that is listen. Not here's the problem. You've just told this story and now somehow I'm getting like, she's angry at me. I'm angry <laughs> at the fact that. People can be so narcissistic as to think that it's okay if they do that, but it's not okay for the other person to do that. And they actually get mad at the other person for even suggesting it. It's like disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I know. Stop looking at me like I did. I didn't have, I'm hearing the story as well for the first time. Yeah, it. I, I saw this meme. It's like manipulation is pretty much getting mad at somebody's reaction for your behavior. And that's, well, that's pretty much what it was. hundred percent. It's manip- It's manipulative. It's egotistical. It's narcissist. It's I can't just. And you know what? That that person showed his true colors. So, so when that happens, yeah. you're like, I'm out. I was like, uh, <laughs> fuck the shit, I'm out. <laughs> and also, you're not satisfying me emotionally. So goodbye. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of lack of communication. So, uh, so glad that's done. Have you so, heard from that person since? Has he oh, reached yeah. out? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hits me up every week. Good. <laughs> Let him hit you up every week for the rest With of his no life. With no reply. Good. Oh shit. How, yeah. big, how big is this guy? Is he going to hear this? He can come beat me up? He's big actually. <laughs> oh, all right. Well. He's a big boy. He's <laughs> you know really what? You know what? seven honestly, feet tall. Honestly, he probably did the right thing. You're wrong here. I just cover my face just just in case he's gonna yeah. hear this and come come get me. Right. <laughs> okay. Asking Man, for you really you really should have taken him back. Asking right. for a friend. Would you ever date regular guy that works a regular job that is not one hundred percent? Oh, because you know it's it's not about it's not about money or fame. Okay, like I I really like somebody who's passionate about what they do for a living, and normally when they're passionate about something that comes with you know success and things like that. 
I like, you know, talent, great communication skills. Does it have to be talent loyalty. in like the same kind of creative endeavor? No, 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 Just no. Just talent in, in general. Yeah, like if, if they're really talented with visual effects or editing or being a botanist, you know, it could, Just it have to could have really some kind go, of talent. Yeah, or interest. Okay, and but here's my question. personality based. How and, is it, it's hard to meet someone like that's your type that you're telling me is your type. And and I, I have a similar type too, if I was single, but in this city, it's a hard city, mm-hmm. especially in Hollywood. Yeah. So what do you do? You know, you pray. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just pray. Yeah. I mean, all of it really happens in the DMS and then, and then, yeah, you just, you go from there. Personally, I really like long distance relationships because I like a lot of time apart. I like time, for me and to focus on my career and get away. I like it feeling like fun and fresh and not seeing the same person every single day. So how how does a person get to you in your DMs when you have Hey, right? you up? No, no but kidding. I mean, like, how do you even see it? <laughs> you up? <laughs> yeah, what should we send to stand out? Not a wienery, veiny, weird dick pic. That's no. for sure. Oh. Or... Yeah, and also like don't follow a bunch of Instagram models. I mean, it's one and one posts with like a big salmon you just killed and caught. Like a hundred. Uh, so many sure. guys are deleting <laughs> salmon pictures right now. A lot of guys. No, are don't doing... post with a salmon or a marlin. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. or like a hey, deer you just let killed. Let me ask you <laughs> this: no. Why are why do women just like I, I don't have salmon pics myself? But why do people? Why is that such a thing? It's become a thing. Buy it. Buy it from marijuana. Like it's already caught and like cured. But maybe and they're thinking like, listen, I want to show the dedication it took for me to get into this fucking boat and charge out <laughs> at five in the morning and then sit out there with all this patience. I and know, grab but the- it's giving insecure. It, it, it is. It is. Like go, really? go to the gym, work on yourself. Don't go out and like but kill don't something. Take a mirror selfie at the gym without your shirt. Like there's like things. selfie. Yeah. Why is guys taking selfies so weird? Yeah, we can't do a selfie. Listen, I don't do selfies. You know, you, I barely even do yeah, normal no, he's pictures. Good. He's good. He's good. He's, yeah. His social media, I feel like, passes the the check. That's great. Yeah. That's huge it's and very of, hard to find. Taylor's not so much. Taylor would go into every bathroom in every house I've ever lived in. He would dim the lights slightly. No. Get yeah, the shadows 100%. going. Get the shadows going. Flex his abs. Takes 45 different photos. I would literally be pounding on. This is a true story. If you go to his Instagram, at Tales You Die. Um, (laughs) pull your Instagram up right now. He literally would have all these different bathroom pics and all these different places that I've lived. I mean, honestly, there's one in West Hollywood. He does have really good lighting. And uh, this is a one spirit of my life. There's nothing wrong with that either. If that that makes you happy, that's that's Well, you know what is wrong is when he would do this, he would (laughs) shave his stomach hair with my face razor and I found out later. And that, honestly, I'm I'm still like, if I talk about it right now, my blood starts boiling. Like, I almost like, I I get angry about it all. And it's been seven years and I'm still mad about it. He used Michael's face razor to shave his razor burn penis. Penis? Like the buff. <laughs> like no. what's it called? The area? Taylor. The, the happy trails. Are Taylor, you about? no. Taylor's like Taylor. Taylor, why? <laughs> why? Can you just get with Taylor where he shaves his fucking razor burn <laughs> penis area with Michael? Wait, so Shaver. how did you find? How did you find this out? Because I saw this selfie posted later, and then I saw his disgusting razor burned stomach, and then I saw my razor, and I'm just like, doing right deductive here, reasoning. Detective, and um, it. yeah, I detected it. I said, "Why is that there? Why does that look like that? What's going on?" And then he, I just looked at him, and see, I've known Taylor for so long. I asked him, and he'll try to like not tell he me. Did. He's like, he, "Did you use my razor?" And then he just and I was like, "Oh, how do you know?" 
Yeah. Oh. The audience wants Yikes. to know three specific questions. Okay. Number one, what is it like to work with Tyler Perry? Oh, Tyler Perry is a brilliant genius mind. It was so crazy how I started working with him because my friend actually just got casted in his movie. And, you know, I was at home. My cat just threw up. I was cleaning up the throw up. The vacuum was on. I look at my my phone, my text. And it's like, hey, this is Mr. Perry. Can you give me a call? And I was like, and I, so I called him. He's like, hey, like, it, it's Tyler. Uh, I think you're hilarious. I just watched all your YouTube videos. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, <laughs> oh, hi, Mr. Perry. I'm like trembling. I'm like, nothing. Why? He's like, I think you're so funny. I want to write you into my movie. What were Can't, you freaking out? I was freaking out. I couldn't breathe. Do you know how like, much of a power move that is to be like, hey, it's Mr. Perry out of the blue on a text blue, like, with got my number somehow. What did you do? So then he's like, cool. Can it? Can you link me with your managers and your lawyer? Start packing now because I think you need to take the red eye. It was like 5 p.m. It's like I've got a spray tan. I was packing. <laughs> I, I had to turn in this YouTube video by tomorrow. I was in a red-eye flight editing the YouTube video. And also, I just gotten the script right before the flight, and it was a five-hour flight. I'm reading all my lines, my new lines, on the red-eye flight. I land, take a shower, get in hair makeup, shoot my first scene, and somebody's like, hey, have you worked with Tyler Perry before? And I say, I haven't worked with anybody before. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, just to let you know, Tyler works so quick that if you mess up your line, he'll just cut it from the movie. Action! And I was like... <laughs> so it was crazy. How long were your lines? Yeah, like six, seven big scenes. But yeah, that I mean, that first scene, I like drove up on a car like over the curb, like skidded into the front of this frat house. I was like screaming at my ex-boyfriend for cheating on me. And it was like a wild scene. Oh, my but God. It was that so is so fun. So you were literally just thrown into a movie. And that, yeah, that was my first movie experience. It was so nerve-wracking. I have a weird question. When you're traveling, like that, you said you get on the red eye, this and that. You're beautiful. You're very tall. You have a presence. People must come up to you all the time. What do you do? How do you handle that? Oh, I, n I never say no if somebody asks me for a picture. They all um, want selfies, huh? All want selfies. Yeah, yeah. it's like the new autograph, I guess. It's the new um, autograph. And so, yeah, so I just take the picture with them. I I mean, I would say like, oh, like, great to meet you. Goodbye. But sometimes, like, I think the person that ha handles it the best that I've learned from is Miranda Cosgrove. We were flying back from Sacramento and like fans are coming up. And what she says, she's like, hi, what's your name? And then they say their name. She's like, cool, nice to meet you. And then they're like, and then they they leave. They get their picture and then they leave. And it's not like a really long experience, you know, with a bunch of people in a row. Like, I think she handles it the best. So I'm, I'm going to start. She says, that. hi, what's your name? Nice to meet you. Hi, yeah, waits then, for the name. It was so great to meet you. And then does the selfie. Boom. Because that's what right people, along. I mean, I think that's what people mm -hmm. want. They just want acknowledgement, right? Yeah. And if you give them that, it's like, that's all people are really looking acknowledgement, for. Acknowledgement, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then I think, like, the creator or the actress, like Miranda, I think, like, the what they want, they, you know, they appreciate the love, and then maybe they're in the middle of something and want to get back to it. And so, yeah, I think she does a really good job with that. That's a good tip. Yeah. Okay, before I ask you three rapid-fire questions for TikTok, can you leave our audience with some health and wellness tips? You said earlier that you do like to work out. Do you follow a certain eating plan? 
like, what do you do to stay fit to be in front of the camera? I mean, you were doing some scenes that are like some serious scenes in bathing suits, underwear. Like what's what's your diet, fitness, health, wellness? I'm definitely really active. I love working out. I do a lot of weight training when I can. Sometimes I go months without working out. But I think working out is great for physical, mental health. Don't cook with vegetable oil. It's toxic. Use coconut oil. Use uh, no fluoride toothpaste. Mountain Valley water's great. Try not to drink out of plastic water bottles. There's microplastics in there. Beef liver is amazing for you. Lots of minerals, nutrients. Sea moss, same thing, has 94 of the 97 nutrients that you need in a day in just a spoonful. Also, oysters are pretty much the beef liver of the ocean. A lot of great minerals in there, too. What beef liver brand do you like? I love liver. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I get the one from Air One. Okay. It's a mix of beef liver and beef heart. Is it Force of Nature? Yes. I love and that And then brand. there's, there's uh, she, like... You know your stuff about me. I told you. Lauren, I knew she knew because, listen, Conover's so, not talking to some what, dope. What were you saying? You were saying, oh, go ahead. You were going to say something. You were going to say something about the beef liver. There, there's also beef liver chips. The oh. second word in it is Arius. I'll okay. send you the link. I, I want to know the link to that. Really gross. Uh, but just douse it in... You know, liver, some kind of but you know what? You, I, 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 I like it. She likes oysters. She likes beef liver. I'm on like a kick like that. I think that this needs to be talked about more because people, you know, were for so long we were told vegan, vegan, vegan. And I think it's starting to come out more and more that like if you do eat meat, there's a lot of benefits. My hair has yes. never been thicker. Yeah, mine too. And Amino my skin. Acids. Yeah, it's like what you put in your body exudes out. Yes. And I think women talking about meat and beef liver and things that are like supposed to be like masculine. (laughs) Like it's I think it's good. Yeah. It really makes you glow. It's insane. I'm going to eat my sea moss. Okay, I mean, where can everyone find you? This question is so stupid for you out of every person I've ever had on the show. Where can everyone find you? At Hannah Stalking, not stalking like creepy man, like the kind you wear on your feet. Perfect. And do you have anything that we can buy and support? No, right now, just uh, just follow me. Like, like launch a CMOS. Launch a CMOS oh, brand. A CMOS brand. Yeah. Hannah CMOS, brand. Yeah. The Liver King's a little down. Maybe it's He's time down, for the Liver down. Queen. The Liver know, Queen. We yes, were, that we could were, be me. We were sitting in this office and there's all this screaming and crashing. And apparently he was in here. I'm not kidding. With his shirt Eating off. Eating testicles. Everything. Testicles and liver. Wait, and before this, or after the scandal? After. Um, after. After he was eating beef testicles? Yeah. He was doing something they with testicles. They were frying in here. it in the office. No. They brought in a chef, so they were basically they were doing the like Benihana. I, ben, ben I, I, I was like, pissed off. Testicle. I'm like, who am I? I'm like, who's out there Before, crashing around? Really no quick, way. I have to do three rapid fire TikTok questions. Wait, hold on. End the show, and then we do it hold after. On, you act like a pro, Lauren. Come on. Say thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Ready? Wait. No, no. You have to. You have to end the show. Oh, oh we're still oh. recording, Lauren. God. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I love you guys. Before. Thank you guys thank for you, having Hannah. me. Guys, if this show has brought you any kind of value, make sure you rate and review the podcast on iTunes. We are trying to spread the word of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have the best week ever and get ready for Thursday because we have another insane episode for you. On that note, I'll see you on Thursday. 